Hey, all Plea Good Wafflers, we're back. And this week we're talking about all things food, our favourite topic. We've got the usual crew in the house, the Bass and Cookie. Hey. 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 Hello. And obviously with my uh, alter ego name, um, Candy, we're conveniently named after food. So there's already a theme here. Um, I'm just going to launch right in with it. Guys, what's been your favourite thing or guilty pleasure to eat during this lockdown? Um, so for me, I'm just going to have to say it. I have been that basic bitch baking banana breads left, right and centre. <laughs> and it's tragic because I've baked so many. But do you know what? My banana breads are something different. Like they are elite banana breads. Everyone that's eaten them has been like, wow, these are incredible. So not, you know, not like me to blow my own trumpet, but um, I'm thinking about like maybe entering the Great British Bake Off with these banana breads. Um, so that's what I have been doing with my time. Um, but you know what also I've been doing is like reading and doing a lot of recipes. That doesn't make any sense. But following recipes, like usually I don't like to make food if I don't know exactly how to make it. So I'll stick with like basic foods like spaghetti, chili, lasagna, like the only things that I know how to make. But the other day I made um, a katsu curry and it actually tasted like the Wagamama one. And I was so impressed with myself. Like, it was so good. Um, but I just, I don't read, I don't enjoy reading instructions. So that's the issue that I have with baking and cooking. Um, but that's what I've been doing. How about you, Trish? Is there anything that you've been cooking or baking during lockdown? In fact, I've seen you on Instagram. You're like very, very. <laughs> I was going to confess, I have been cooking and baking a lot. I probably did it a lot more at the start, which is why halfway through I was like, okay, I need to start this couch to 5K thing because I'm just eating and eating and eating everything that I cook and not actually moving around. Um, but that's me digressing. So I think You've been, been doing, you doing your jogging? Only for the last four weeks. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Ten weeks of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but... Um, I think one of the things I started making at the start, and I, my daughter really loved it, was quesadillas. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, it takes so much effort because you've got to cook the chicken, then I have to shred the chicken, then you've got to make all the tortillas and fry them. But the end result at the end is literally worth all the effort, even though I'm in the kitchen for two hours. So that's probably one of my favourite things. What I've started to look up is like replicating restaurant food. Yeah. So yeah. I went to Sainsbury's, not Sainsbury's, sorry, Tesco. I bought all like the Nando stuff, so the Perinades, like the Peri rub. And I've got the chips and I've got the corn cob. One thing I forgot was the garlic bread. So I was, should have done that next time, but it was actually so good. I feel like I was in Nando's, but just in my house, it was worth it. And also, this is actually on a different topic. I've seen, if you go on the Burger and Lobster website, you can buy, like, the kit to make everything. It's no. for two people, but you get the ingredients for the burger, you get the ingredients for the lobster, the chips, the garlic bar, everything. So we're a bit late because it was actually our anniversary, like, last week a week before but I said to my boyfriend that I'll buy it and I'll make it and that'll be our indoor anniversary dinner that is so so sad (laughs) I know this is off topic and this is what I do but Trish are you isolating with your with Graham um for the pod I'm gonna say no comments (laughs) (laughs) no because I was thinking about this the other day because I was like Obviously, like a lot of couples are like isolated together, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if you guys are." Um, but yeah, that's yeah. just me being really nosy. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna lie. We haven't been, but I do feel like it's 
not that bad because obviously I live with my parents or my mum actually, my daughter and stuff. Mm. And then he's on his own. So actually, other than me coming to see him, no one else comes around other than the delivery person on the doorstep. And he has his son actually. Maybe that's two people. But we have been seeing each other a lot less. And I was talking to my friend the other day and she was saying that she hasn't seen her boyfriend since this started. And I was like, hats off to the couple that have gone 10 weeks. I get it. Some people do long distance relationships or, you know, whatever the circumstances are. But yeah, we've we've not really followed the rules. I feel like it's too late for me to get in trouble. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean... We're not MPs. I think, you know, we're the, li- we're the back of the list. It's fine. And also, like, I've been talking to loads of people. Like, people are using their own judgment. They're practicing safe social distancing. Mm, yeah. So, no judgment on this pod. We don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, like, mingling with loads of people. But I don't know. I just thought, because my daughter goes to her dad's, and you are allowed, like, under the lockdown rules, for kids to go to separated parents. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, is it much different? Maybe I'm just no. really being pedantic and just finding loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, Charlotte, we are not so fascinating together, but I see him anyway. Okay, thank, thank you for the even... thanks for the clarification that has absolutely none of my business. But I was just <laughs> my business is you guys' business. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I put it to him at the start, and he was like not having it. So I was just like, well, if he's okay with it and I'm semi-okay with it, then it's just between us and yeah. touch wood. He was really hyper, by the way. He was like, not hyper, sorry, what's the word? Paranoid at one point. Like, he bought the antibody test. He paid for the coronavirus test. And I was like, <laughs> if you had it, I think I would have known by now, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't even know you could buy yeah, them. Either. Where they have I been? They're quite expensive. Um, I don't remember. I think he said he's got private health insurance, and through that, he was able to buy the kit. I'll let you know wow. offline. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, sorry, I've totally gone off. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> That's what the problem. What was. were we talking about? Um, Food. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna make dinner, but I have been baking a lot. So I watched this new show on Netflix called. It's not new at all, actually, but it's just new to me. I think it's called Big Family Cooking Showdown, and it's like a mesh of British Bake Off meets Master Chef. And I watched so much of it. I binge watched it. And I just started baking everything they made. So I made like cookies and cakes. And I made this thing that's called tart to tan. It's basically like a fruit tart. So you make it with apples or pears. And that's probably been my favorite thing to bake so far. But just to like let someone else. You've got a sweet tooth. Yeah, I really do. That is my only issue. Like I'm not a big eater. But I always fancy something sweet like cake or chocolate or biscuits or just something that's normally my my go-to and I think that's my weakness if I could cut sugar out my diet I'd probably be like size zero that's not the aspiration no it's not <laughs> none of my clothes fit but Jindy I know you love food as much as me so I would love to know just because I'm also thinking of inspiration like what restaurant would you go to when we're allowed back outside and also, what are your rules on sharing food? Is there anything you just would not share? Well, at the restaurant or just generally? Anywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was at different rules for different places, babe. Now you've got me going. So, um, honestly, I was thinking about this because it was so nice to be asked this question just because so, you can fantasize about it for a bit because we've not been out for so long, like in that way, nowhere to get dressed up for. Like, the we've been cooking so much, all of us, that the idea of, 
actually sitting down somewhere and making an occasion of it and having others cook for you is like, wow, that, that, that's now become life goals. And I was thinking, I'm split and I love going to restaurants. So I couldn't pick one, but there are three that are top of my list. And I'm like, I feel like I have to go to SDK because that was already in the plan. Like I was hoping to like get one of those vouchers that they do where they do like champagne and three course meal for like 20 or 25 quid. And it's such an Instagrammable place. Like it gives me an excuse to like get the <laughs> I was hoping to go out there and celebrate. Um, so that's definitely on my list. And then there's um, my usual, because I love Thailand. I traveled all the way across Thailand and most of the islands a few years back. Um, and I like food that's authentically Thai. So not like, you know, like some foods, like whether it's Indian food or Thai food, they kind of make it for the, the British appetite. So, and even like Italian food is made for the British appetite. Like they'll add more cream, whereas they wouldn't normally use that in their organic food. So I like, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, Buyasaba. Um, yeah, oh. it, I just love that place. Everything's so crisp. It tastes like literal Bangkok food in the same way that it was fresh out there. So yeah. I would love to go back there. Have you guys been? I've been to a restaurant, but not to Bangkok. So I wouldn't have known that it's actually quite authentic. Sometimes I can't yeah. really gauge. Like when you go to um, is it Wagamama or those places, I'm like, is this actually what it's supposed to taste like? Or is this just a fast food chain version? Mm. Yeah, I've I've not been there, but I've um like that. I love Thai food so much, and for some reason in Essex, there's hardly any like good Thai restaurants. I can't think of one that's like close to me, like within like a forty mile radius, which is ridiculous. But in London, there's so many good ones. So I am definitely going there. Thank you very much for the recommendation. And then I found a sneaky one. I'll sneak in Ginger Kiss in uh, Battersea. It looks amazing. And it looks really like small and independent. I don't know if it's a chain or anything, but I was just like, that's next on my list in terms of a place I've not been to. Um, and food shares, not really, babe. I So here's the thing, because I'm doing low carb, because I'm, I just, I'm not active. And so it just makes me feel a bit more settled. I don't like sitting around like all heavy bellied and carbs have that effect on me. So I'm not low carbing it to like lose weight or anything. But in this climate, and there's only me and Sheldon at home, I'm not really, there's nothing that I wouldn't share because we're not really, both of us have kind of lost our appetite at the moment. Um, but previous Jindy, <laughs> how long is the list? This is really telling me something about myself. Like Mars ice creams, Mars and Snickers ice cream. Don't, don't go there. I know how many are in the freezer. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just reach in. And then worse still, you know, when a cousin pops over, like, pre-social distancing. Oh, my and God, yeah. You've got to wait for them to leave before you can bust out your good food <laughs> because you're not sharing I, it. I don't get the chance to wait. My things are getting offered. Would you like <gasps> a Mars ice cream? I'm sorry, is that my Mars ice cream pack of six that you're offering? And the point there is, right, it's a pack of six. Fuck's sake, I should be eating that over a six-month period, like, once a month. But in my head, I'm like, I've just lost one. Lost one of my babies. That's my attitude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's like I'm all principled in this COVID climate, but those principles are going to drop out for sure. Um, is there anything you guys wouldn't share? Is there anything like... I don't share food. I just don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just hate the thought of sharing food with someone. I don't know why. Like, if I buy something... Is someone art? Oh, I don't know. I haven't figured out the exact rules in my head. It, it, do you know what? It depends if I like the person. 
um for example if my brother was to like go into my food cupboard and start eating the food that I bought I'd be like fuming I'm like what the fuck are you doing but maybe if it was a friend that I like I'm like yeah that's fine you can I don't I don't know I, I just feel weird about sharing food what about you Trish so my boyfriend has this thing for chicken wings and I always make fun of him that he loves it more than me because if we were to order some he will order a tray just for himself because he's not sharing them with me. And you know when someone forgot in the start, I think he used to begrudgingly <laughs> offer me one. And I would say yes. And I could see he wasn't happy about it. So I don't have like a thing, I think, that I just wouldn't share. But I think it's down to portions. Like I hate when I bought my my latest thing is the little four pack of Forever Rocher. You know there's only four in there. So when my mum or my sister or my daughter's asking for one, I'm like, well now I've only got three. <laughs> Now this was the right. whole waste of how I should have bought two packs. So right. I think I'm with you, Jindy, on it's the quantity. If I had like a big tray of Forever Rocher, I'm okay to share it. But it's when I've only got like a couple that I really was looking forward to sit down and savour. That is probably when Mean Trish comes out and I wait until everyone's in <laughs> bed and then I'll eat them in peace. <laughs> I, you know, I just feel like, um, see, Bess, I just have to say this. Like, you know, when you were like, I, d- I just don't know how I'd react. I literally had visions of me asking you and you just stabbing my hand with a fork <laughs> and you reach up to your plate. Like, because you don't know how you would react. I <laughs> like, oh my God, is she going to stab me in my hand? With I think it could happen. Know. Like, it depends Depends on the day, depends on the mood, depends on the weather. It, so many variables. It just, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh God, social distancing <laughs> needs to continue for a bit longer. We sit around the table out. in the restaurant. <laughs> space and talking about space I know you guys must be experiencing like sharing your personal space um with others more than you've like ever done and it's not just about the evenings now it's the whole day what would you say has been like your biggest bugbear or like learning experience of doing that like either a flat share or sharing the space that you're in yeah so for me I have been in lockdown with um my parents and then my younger brother as well whom I have not lived with since I was 18 so I don't know how many years ago there is. There's quite a few. Um, so for most of my adult life, I've not lived with them. I've lived with like my boyfriend at the time, or I've lived with like the girls in my flat. So moving back, it was just it's been so strange. And I have found it very, very difficult at times because there's always someone around. <laughs> and I do love my own space. Like I have my own bedroom, but just being able to like wander mm. down to the kitchen and not have to engage with anyone. Like I know that sounds awful, but sometimes life can be so draining and I don't have the energy to talk to people all the time. And I think like my mum and dad, bless them. They've been fantastic throughout this whole thing. And I have realized that I do need space and like, I can't be bubbly, happy, you know, want to engage in a full on conversation all the time because like I'm literally here 24-7. It's different if you go to work, you come back, you have a nice conversation about your day and you can have a chat and stuff. But like we're all in the same house. We know what he, like everyone's doing. <laughs> like there's not, you can't, it's different. And I think that's what we've had to work through. And like a couple of weeks ago, I just, I was like, I just, I need my own space. Like I need to get away from people and feel a bit more normal so I actually went back to my flat there's no one living there so um hopefully you know the lockdown police won't come and get me but um (laughs) I went back to my flat and there was no one there and like 
most of my friends were like that's so weird like why would you want to go and live there if there's no one there you're going to be completely on your own and blah 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 like I did go and see like a few friends and stuff but um it was just so nice and it's, it's exactly what I needed like Jindy and I always say like because we're introverts sometimes you just have to like recharge from like a social situation and that's exactly what I did for like mm. a week and a bit and now I've come back and it's exactly what I needed and I feel so much better so it's not necessarily like a bugbear but I think it's just being like more aware of how people are and giving people the space that they need and not taking it personally because I think at the beginning my mum definitely if I didn't want to have like a full-on conversation she's like why are you like what's the matter and I'm like nothing there's literally nothing wrong I just need time and I need space so um that's been my experience but um Trish have you had any crazy experiences from any previous flat shares yeah so I was going to talk about current experience and previous Mm. one um I guess currently it's really similar to you in that I'm finding that I almost have to be switched on all the time I guess just small things when you're going to work is that my commute to work is on my own so maybe I've got 40 to 50 minutes where I've just got my headset in either I'm listening to a podcast or reading my book and it's just kind of like alone mm. me time whereas in the house I don't have a commute like I walk down the stairs and boom I'm at work and then similar with you like my mom actually isn't working from home or doing anything so she'll want to keep popping in and have a coffee and a chat or like tell me about what's going on in her show that she's watching and I'm just like I actually just need five minutes on my own because if I'm not like working all day I'm on work calls meetings like you know what it's like when you have zoom calls every 10 seconds and then so I'm also Mm. juggling with my daughter and I think my priority is trying to keep her entertained as well as Mm. homeschooled because it is isolating for her as well but I think we've all kind of got into this routine that we all stay in different rooms in the house so my sister just works from her bedroom. She did work in the front room for a little while, but she's gone back upstairs. I tend to dominate the kitchen because it's got a table and then me and my daughter sit. And so she's next to me. She's got her work she's doing and I'm on the laptop. And then my mum just kind of potters around the house, either between the front room or her bedroom and stuff or the garden. And I think it kind of helps because then we all rotate having dinner at the end of the day. So that's when we'll all come mm. together and sit and just talk. And then it feels like as if I haven't seen them all day. And now I'm ready to, like, have sociable time because it is a lot. And I don't even know if I'm an introvert. I think I just really value my own thinking time, even if I'm not thinking about anything. If I'm just scrolling mindlessly on Instagram or Twitter, I just, like, kind of want to do it uninterrupted. Mm. So that's been my experience from this. In terms of previous flat sharing experiences, I've definitely been crazy in uni when I don't know if I told you the story that I set fire to my what? <laughs> I know I know I was making okay. fried chicken and I had this guy over and you know when you kind of share the kitchen area but you have your room so I'd gone back in the room and forgotten and I'd left the pot of oil burning so oh, wow. yeah and I remember going in there and I tried to put it out and I was like I don't know who I am I did not have any <laughs> training so the whole thing caught fire everyone had to be evacuated Fortunately, though, I didn't get in any trouble because they had insurance. So I actually got upgraded to like a luxury suite. And it was lovely. I was just annoyed that I had just gone to Sainsbury's and spent loads of money doing food shopping, which when you're a uni student, £60 is a lot of money at Sainsbury's. But yeah, I think then my flatmates hated me. And then after that, I never went into any kind of accommodation. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to sacrifice other people's health and wealth. Let me just be on my own. Oh, God. Yeah. I just, 
I can't, I can't, I don't think I could ever flat share again. I've done a lot over the years, all the up and down the country. I, you know, when I, I was thinking about this and I was like, how, which story do I pick? I mean, just which one? Is it the girl that boils oh. her vegetables every night who flat shares and then drops them on the floor as she's draining it, but then doesn't know there's carrots and potatoes on the floor and then continues to eat her food? What? Or is it the person that likes to help them in, into your bedroom and borrow your favorite blue dress or maybe it's the guy that used to use all of my lure pack while I was away and then not even bother putting it back and didn't see what my problem was with it I literally it's like they, these are like mini violations for me right we talk about lockdown police where has the black <laughs> there please all up because I mean there's probably they probably have a list of things right that I was doing that I was unaware of but I just don't know how you become unaware of the fact that you're eating up somebody else's butter. They are aware. Or how you become they must know. Aware. You're wearing my blue dress. They <laughs> know that I'm heading out too. How are you aware? I'm like, this is actual theft. I don't, I, don't re I really just don't, like the shock gets me. I'm like, what do I say? And, and then like, there's carrots on the floor. I repeat, there's carrots on the floor. Like you, you just dropped them there. How did you not hear that? <laughs> There's a steaming carrot on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like there, there are no words. There aren't any. Um, I, I shared a flat with one girl who used to have tea for hot teas with teddy bears. Aww. And in the end, I just joined her. I was, you know what? This is life. Like, what are we doing? She's like, we're having scones and we're having a tea party. I'm like, okay. I think that's going to be me, you know, if that. this lockdown doesn't end soon. <laughs> I've seen it all. It's just, in summary, I just think sharing food is very emotive. Sharing space is very emotive. And I'm not just talking about space, by the way, when you're living with someone. I think going back to what you guys said about, like, distance relationships, it must be really difficult respecting people's space even the people that are not living with you right now because it's hard to make the call like I, t I think about my sister's like regime but I have to push myself to think about her regime I'm like oh she didn't answer the phone today or yesterday and it's like well homeschooling like you said um just trying to have a minute to herself noticing all the DIY that she hasn't done probably while she's at home plus she's still working a few days between furlough so like I've learned lessons about myself, about respecting other people's space. And just because I don't know what they're doing doesn't mean they've talked me or they don't care. I think that's like, for me personally, I've realised that and it's been it's been a learning. But, but that's because I've never had so much time off as well. Now that I've got time off, I've got time to think about what other people are doing. When I was busy working, they were probably thinking exactly the same. Where is Jindy? Why does she not exist? Um... <laughs> So, yeah, um, speaking of sharing our space, um, I'm thinking tune in next week and we can talk about our parents um, and how they moved to the UK and made space for themselves um, here in the UK. So their journey, how it must have been hard adapting to the new country and culture. Um, and we're going to talk about some things around some of the generational trauma that gets passed on to the next generation which um, we're going to have to create a lot of space for. So I'm inviting the audience, our fellow awfully good wafflers, dial in and listen to a little bit about their journeys and what we've learned from them. We've got a guest speaker who's joining us as well. She'll remain unnamed. We should keep them a surprise. Um, guys, thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
happy birthday with the porn star martini. I'm expecting banana cake as well. <laughs> just, just, just put it out there. And um, thank you for listening, guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, subscribe to Awfully Good Waffle, uh, which you can find on Spotify and our website, www.shehasexpression.com. And don't forget to share with your friends and family if you like what you hear. And um, Matt, I think we'll say that's a wrap. Thank you. Charlotte, you was meant to say the script. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I had to, I I didn't scroll down. Okay. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? It just comes so naturally to you. If we'd have had yeah. to put it in, you'd have done it. I don't it. think you swore this episode either, you know. Or maybe you did about the sharing. Yeah, I do get quite emotive about that. I probably did. <laughs> I mean, like, I was there. I so felt did I. that. I was like, I'm not like... asking Charlotte. <laughs> no, do you know what? It's if I, if I offer it to you, that's when you know I like you. I will. So, but I, I was going to say, I always offer food, but I definitely don't. So. <laughs> Um, but I'll make some banana bread you can try it Um, but yeah so to conclude bye bitches it's been wonderful (laughs) (laughs) right we'll cut cut there on the official thing I'm sorry (laughs) it was really bugging me as Trish was talking I was like I really need to know I was like, I hope the lockdown police don't be like, this bitch was seeing her boyfriend the whole time. Do you want me to, I was just saying, do you want me to cut it yeah, out or do you want yeah, me to keep it yeah, in? You know. If Dominic Cummings can yeah. go and see whoever the fuck he wants, I can go <laughs> <boyfriend>, okay? <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. 